and losing my feet and just having like a miserable it hasn't been that painful oh i just had to like learn how to eat and uh that ended up being better for myself because i i at least don't feel like shit every day you know like i i i used to before uh but uh yeah the the weight that i've lost like it's just losing weight and building muscle and and that's something that i've never done in my 37 years of life uh so sometimes my girlfriend would look at me and just be like i'm not used to because i've been with her for almost what like five years a little bit longer uh and she's like i'm not used to not seeing the pudge you know i'm not used to not seeing uh uh ribs which you can see now if i like suck in air or whatever and mm -hmm. and, and muscle but uh, like i said uh people that are worried about me dying or whatever i mean i'm ho i don't, I don't know i don't know if anyone's actually like any of the viewers anyway i can't yeah. tell where the joke ends and where the series right. begins yeah i i don't have aids yet uh, might one day <laughs> but uh but yeah it's just it's been healthy weight loss and and the thing is that maybe like i i was i, I wasn't obese like when i was up there like i was pudgy and i was big but i wasn't obese uh but at the same time it's like now i just feel like like i'm i'm the weight that i'm supposed to be like i'm i'm uh, according to my height uh, so I'm not worried. I'm just hoping that, you know, when I, what, when I is do... this, is this the skinniest you've ever been? Yeah. As an adult, I think so. Yeah. Cause I'm like, uh, large t-shirts wouldn't fit me comfortably. Mm -hmm. And now, now, now I, I can just wear one is like, oh, cool. I don't have tits or a belly. That's great. That's never happened before. Uh, you know, uh, so, uh, now I can just wear like a large jacket and a large shirt and like large hoodie and it doesn't look like I should not be wearing it. Um or or you know, like I have a like I have a muffin top or anything like that. So it's it's just been, yeah, just like healthy uh weight loss and, and just learning. And, and the thing is that if you don't learn how to eat, uh you, you just feel like shit. Like the other day I, I ended up eating more white bread that i'm supposed to and then i just felt like shit for like what, what, two well, hold hours. On. what does that mean you were eating more white bread than you I, I don't need to. i don't eat white bread like i eat whole wheat but this day we just got some like baguettes and i was like i'll just have a whole baguette to myself and then for two hours my sugar was like to the roof and i was like i feel like fucking garbage like i had to inject myself with insulin so that the shit would go down so like Whoa. it doesn't let you like it doesn't allow you to eat bad uh and uh and that's damn i wish thing. i had diabetes i just had a, a birthday obviously and i thought i was doing myself a favor by making this request I, I, so i went back to my mom's place for my birthday and i said hey i don't want a cake what i'd really like is a dozen donuts Oof. yes okay. and what i realized is no, that's worse for me because I'll eat the dozen donuts. I won't I won't have more than a slice of cake, but I love donuts. And nobody else eats donuts. So they're all mine. Yeah. And I that's... wound up I had four donuts in on my birthday, and then I woke up and I had a donut and I had two more donuts for lunch. Mm. And I was like, damn, I just had seven donuts in less than twenty four <laughs> hours. I need to slow the fuck down. I I'm gonna die. Well, this that's the thing. So 
and it's so good right because you just every time you have one you're just like this this yep. is the and fucking best it, thing it's ever different yeah. i can have a vanilla one and then i can have two strawberry ones and i can have a glazed one? cream hell yeah. yeah yeah that's that's i think that's one of the toughest thing for me if we end up let's go to dunkin Donuts. back up in boston because that's that was our fucking energy at yep. two in the morning let's go to dunkin and i'll just have a fucking before uh, uh i would just eat a oh a whole baguette perfect this is this is fine i'm fine and then the other day i ate a baguette in like it wasn't even quick it was like in four hours or five hours like i had a baguette and i just for like two hours after that i just felt horrible but what, what uh, does that feel like what is it how do you know so you start sweating and then your stomach hurts but it's like a weird hurt that is not like indigestion uh and then i would get shaky uh and then i was like okay it's probably time for me to check what my sugar level and i think it was like up to like 200 and something and uh the regular normal that you're supposed to have if you don't have diabetes is under 120. Mm -hmm. so i was like okay so maybe i should not have had this so much white bread so quickly like you can stretch it throughout the day and just have maybe a little bit here and then eat something that lowers your sugar levels like uh a uh, tablespoon of uh, apple cider vinegar worked or like berries or something like that but uh uh yeah that day was was rough uh and i i had to tell my boss at work i was like listen i think i'm having like a diabetic something uh give me like an hour uh but then after that i was fine it's just like just you just have to your body forces you to learn how to eat because no one should be eating a fucking full baguette by themselves you know it's just like meh but it's so good with butter <laughs> so, oh yeah so just, wasn't that yeah. hold on that was like a sandwich on twin peaks is they would have buttered baguettes have you watched you haven't watched twin peaks have no, you no but but it's just yeah it's uh you know you just toast it a little bit put some butter in your baguette you're just like fuck, fuck yeah i want more of this oh, and man. I, I just... yeah actually i'm looking at it right now and i remember i would go to the grocery store and they would sell them like hot and fresh yeah with like garlic butter in the middle and it would be so good and you could so just good yeah not i mean it, it's very understandable how you could get through an entire baguette that way yeah, so I, and, the, yeah. and the thing is like if you exercise you can kind of play with those levels right but that day like usually what i do every day is just that at five in the morning i get up and i go on like an hour walk where i i go up hills and shit because there's a part near here and that's uh that's exercise enough where you can justify maybe not eating the healthiest. But that day I was just like, I don't know if I'm going to do that shit. And then I just went to buy the baguette and uh, my girlfriend doesn't have diabetes, so she can eat that. And I was just like, I'll just eat more than she, because she didn't even, she had like a third of hers, but I was like, I'll just have my whole fucking thing. Uh, so you can, you just have to learn how to play with, you know how the amount that you're eating and like the exercise that you're doing and like what else are you eating that's going to lower that sugar levels mm. uh but that day yeah it was it's a little rough but yeah baguettes are just you know it's just fucking white bread it's great as long as it's not like square shitty <laughs> bread yeah as long as it hasn't been on the shelf for three mm -hmm. days baguette with brie and butter that was the sandwich of choice on twin peaks brie oh, yeah. and butter uh i've not had that i've only had it with butter 
I'm, I don't know if I'm a fan of brie cheese. I, I like brie. Yeah. It's just expensive. I, it's expensive yeah, over here. But uh, uh, yeah. I was watching a lot of David Lynch last night. I don't know why. I've been in a David Lynch mood. Um, and I threw on Eraserhead. Hell yeah. Eraserhead I'm, is not one I was really a fan of, but I was more of a fan of it on this go than any other. Do you I feel think, differently about it now? Nah, I don't know. Maybe. I like the puppet work of it. Mm -hmm. I like the little slimy fuck, you know? That guy, yeah. I thought was cool. And then he kills him for some reason. Yeah. He stabs I think, him. I think I, I was convinced that I was supposed to like that when I first watched it because he was like an art film. But I always found it to be kind of a slog to get through. Mm -hmm. I like I like a lot of the visuals of it. And I like uh the look of the main character that's very unconventional, you know, with that crazy hair and like all the everything he does when it comes to um sound and visuals and it's very experimental and very, you know, black and white. It's cool. But I think I uh I convinced myself that I liked it a lot more than I did. Because every time I rewatch it, I'm kind of like, kind of, kind of looking for a couple of moments in it. No, not looking to watch the whole two hours or whatever. You know, I just kind of want to see a couple of scenes that I like. Uh, and I, I kind of feel like that with most of his stuff, though. Uh, I, I don't know if I'm a, as big of a fan of David Lynch as I pretended to be when I was in my twenties. Now it's just kind of like, well, I rem I remember the scenes that I like, and I I kind of just don't want to sit through overly long scenes that take you nowhere, just so that you can, I don't know, I guess feel once you feel, but I never did, <laughs> so it was just like cool. Now, uh, the first time I watched Eraserhead, I was in Canada watching it in a laptop in an empty room by myself near Christmas. Uh, and it was just like, cool, I guess I have, I'm supposed to feel depressed watching this. So that's that's great. I'm, yeah, I don't know what he was going for with that. Here's what I learned about it. And I think this is what kicked off the whole David Lynch um, watching that I did last night. I was reading up on the history of Eraserhead. Mm -hmm. That movie took six years to shoot. Yeah. I did not know that. So that guy had his fucking crazy, stupid hair for six <laughs> years. That's yeah. what I, I was listening to when David Lynch had his website and he would do interviews and he would talk about his experiences making the movies. He said that Jack Nance had to go to like family reunions and outings with the eraser head hairstyle because they would just be shooting on and off for six years and waiting for the call of like, all right, well, let's pick up and resume where we left off. And that's, I don't know. I feel like I'm trapped in that right now with Mass State Lottery where I'm like, ah, maybe if I just shoot one more scene here, what if I just get this bar for one hour <laughs> this one day and we do that, you know? And it's like, oh, well, uh, it worked out for him. How many people did it not work out for with taking that long to do it? But I mean, did it work out for him though? I think. I think so. Uh, I mean, Eraserhead is such a distinct movie. And it got him his second film, which was Elephant Man, and that got him an Oscar nomination. So, uh, but but what has his career been since Elephant Man, though? Classic 
I mean, he's one of the, what do you mean? What is his career been? He's like one of the top 10 revered American directors without uh, question. I, I think you kind of have to like David Lynch if you say you like movies. I don't, I, I'm, I'm not, a, I've never seen Twin Peaks. Mm -hmm. The movies that I've seen, uh, I, I like moments. I, I feel like he's very up his own, <laughs> up his own ass. And I'm, sometimes I'm just kind of like, okay, David, we get, we get what you're That's what Tarantino said about Twin Peaks, the movie. He got so far up his own ass. He never wanted to watch one of his films again. Mm. And I just watched that. I watched that right after Eraserhead. And that was another one where I was like, I don't, I don't really like fire walk with me. And this time around, I was like, um, I had a, a warmer reception of fire walk with me than I did the viewing of Eraserhead. Anyway, I, I don't know. I think Twin Peaks is amazing. And a lot of the goodwill is just because of Twin Peaks. Yeah. Yeah, that's probably because like how, how many of his movies have you rewatched in the past year or two? His, yeah, honestly, his movies are. Uh, you know, it's tough because I think Blue Velvet is a lot of fun, but there's a lot of movies in there where it's hard. It's but hard there... for me to actually enjoy it, even a lot of people will flock to Lost Highway. I'm not a fan mm. of that movie. I like Never a lot of the ideas and the casting, but it's just not for me. And Wild at Heart, that's another one. I got yeah. Wild at Heart, The Shout Factory. Because I was like, maybe I, you know, I've fallen asleep three times watching Wild at Heart. I should have told what, me even, something. Even Willem Dafoe's gums don't keep you up? I usually wake up in time for him to get shot. That's where I, that's where I wind up waking up. Yeah, I, I I don't know. I feel like I feel like if you were a filmmaker or like a film enjoyer, you're supposed to like his movies, right? You're supposed yeah. to. But I don't know. Like I so I'm looking at his IMDb right now. Um Domland is surprisingly I, I surprisingly enjoyed that shitty animation way more than I thought I would. Uh what is Dumbland? Is Dumbland Dumbland is this I think five episode animation is like. Is that with uh, the rabbits? No, not. Mm, I think rabbits came after, but it, it looks like this. Let me show you. Uh, so this is the the style of animation that it is. So it's very rough. It's kind of just crass and shitty. Uh, and I remember watching this while I was in film school, and I was like, okay, well, I don't know of many real quote-unquote real directors that are doing this type of stuff right so i was like okay i can appreciate him doing that uh and the main character is just like a re redeemable uh oh, he did all the voices of these characters i i mean i didn't know that uh but uh i just remember watching that and i was like okay well fine uh but most of yeah, I don't know. I'm not. I'm just not a not a huge fan of of his actual movies. You know, I so, um, even Blue Velvet. Head. Like, I like Blue Velvet, but there's also some things where you just have to like turn off your brain and 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 uh, I don't mm. know. Uh, the the I saw it in the theater uh, in Canada uh, when I was there, and uh, I was like, I just don't understand the price. Maybe maybe. For Blue Velvet? Yeah. Maybe really? it, I, I haven't seen it in so long, but maybe, yeah, it just went over my head. Maybe I wasn't that educated as I, I 
pretend no, to I be don't. That. I don't. I don't think that's the right angle to take with David Lynch. I don't think there's anything like. There's nothing in there that's hyper intellectual or deep that you're missing. It's all vibes. It's all just a feeling. And Blue Velvet, I think, is probably his most conventional movie that retains that weirdness that he presents. Elephant Man, I think, is excellent. I think Elephant Man is a masterpiece film. And it's probably his most conventional movie. There are some movies of his I just haven't watched. I haven't finished Inland Empire. And I haven't uh, turned on the straight story. So I don't know what the situation is with those. Mulholland Drive, that's one I had to grow to appreciate and it's still not big on my list. Wild at Heart, that's one I've tried a few times because I like the cast, but it doesn't connect with me. Eraserhead, I like some of the visuals. Dune, I think, is, a, is fun. Dune is a, a pretty decent commercial movie. Mm, uh, Lost Highway, don't like it. I think Dune is, is uh, works if you keep it in the context of when was it done? 1980? I think it was 85 uh, or 85. Uh, because I, the, the one thing I remember about Dune the most is the computer game that was out, and it was very, I think it was either uh, point and click game where there was not a lot of action happening. So, I I had zero exposure to the book, so I have no idea how the book goes, and I still I couldn't care less. But I remember it was just very goofy, very flamboyant, and uh, that's why I liked about it. Don't know if I liked or cared more to, more about the story or anything that was happening in the movie. And I honestly like it a lot more than the uh, Villeneuve Dune, just because I feel I. like. Because I feel like it has a lot of character that that Villeneuve movie does not have, uh, and it's not as uh, 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 you know whatever he was trying to do, it's it's different than the fucking boring sand, uh, uh, Chalamet thing that he was mm-hmm. trying to pull up with that that just kind of bored me, and put me to sleep. Uh, I Eraserhead. Okay, I, I I like that you're trying to do something different, but I, I, I again I think I was just trying to convince myself that I liked his movies more than I I did just because it, at the time it was trendy to say you know you like David Lynch oh that means that you know about movies you know but Inland Empire fine, uh, Mulholland Drive okay it's an interesting story don't know about the the um lesbianism was it too controversial for you too brave no no not at all it's just i i feel like all of his movies uh at one point you kind of get bored with them (laughs) you're just kind of like okay david like can we fucking get to it instead of just trying to be artistic and being yourself with it i guess uh which you know usually it's not a bad thing but I don't know. I feel like a lot of his movies are, are very David Lynch. And it's like, okay, so you're just making this for you. You're not, you're not doing this. Yeah, for they're him. all for him. I think the most for the audience thing was Twin Peaks, and that's why it's the most successful. And, and I have, yeah, I haven't seen. I honestly, I haven't seen the original. I haven't seen the movies or the series. I know you've have you made an attempt ever? No, really. I don't, I don't, I honestly don't know why I don't have a specific reason as to why I haven't. It's just, 
I haven't had a reason to. Uh, if you asked me to cover it for maybe a show or something, maybe I'd watch it. But I, I, w- just... I was actually going to suggest Fire Walk With Me as a subject for closing out October. Since we do have a little bit of room, we could maneuver a couple more horror movies in there for uh, the movies podcast before we hit our Halloween special with Jack Mason. Is that a movie? That's a movie, right? It's a movie. But here's the thing. If you watch that, you're going to ruin the series for yourself because they show you who kills Laura. Do you know who kills Laura Palmer? I don't even know who Laura Palmer is. Laura Palmer's the girl at the center of the show who's murdered. Okay. No, no. So actually, maybe don't watch that. So just watch the series and then... So is it the initial series and then the movie and then the the later series? Is that how it goes? Or You could... Um, hmm. So season one of Twin Peaks is only seven episodes. Hmm. And then season two, there's... I want to say about like five, six, seven, or eight that David Lynch was involved with. And that's when they reveal who killed Laura Palmer. And then David Lynch leaves the show and they're like, well, the network, which was ABC, I believe they wanted to speed things up and go, all right, listen, we're not going to drag this out. And it's not going to be one of these things where, you never find out who killed Laura Palmer. And that's what he was yeah. thinking of. Yeah, of course. Is it Ray Weiss? I don't it know. Is. It is. <laughs> uh, I, mean, I have he no has idea. That, he has that face, right? He has he's got that... the face of a killer, really. Yeah. He's No, uh, actually, the, if you the watch. Devil. He's the devil on that. Sh- what was that show? Devil. Uh, the Ke- no, the show that Kevin Smith produced. Devil. And he was... No, it's not called no. Devil. No, Devil. It's co- no, it's uh, the WB classic Devil. It's produced by Kevin Smith. I think it's mentioned a couple of times on this show, and you never saw that show. No, nope, and I was never like, will. Yeah, it's great, great. It was called uh, Devil. No, it was called. Hold on, let me find. It was terrible, but I for whatever. Oh God, you Devil, starring George Burns. No, uh, Kevin Smith produced it, and th- this was about the time when I was like, anything that Kevin Smith touches is amazing. Uh, yep. It's, it's called Slayer or something like that. Was it? Um, uh, uh, I don't know. But Ray Weiss is innocent. That's what I'll say. Okay. Leland so he, Palmer is innocent. Is he Miguel plays Fer- the dad. Is it Miguel Ferrer that killed him? That would be shocking since he's an FBI agent. <laughs> okay. Well, uh, there's actually a Twin Peaks movie that the pilot is made out of that was released in Europe and has an ending, a concrete ending that is not the ending presented in the series and the killer is somebody different. So maybe we could do that because that feels like a safe pick. And that also could be an entry point. Reaper. That's true. Reaper. That's what I was saying before, but (laughs) you wouldn't listen. I think we should do an episode of the 31 episodes of Reaper. And uh, okay, and I just, because I, it was the first time where I make you watch something, well, no, maybe not the first time. I watched time. Burn I think, Notice, the movie. Yeah, I was about to say. I just yeah, watched was... Doctor Sleep again, per your suggestion. I mean, I also watched that. Yeah, yeah, that exactly. It was still your idea is the point. But uh, uh, the Burn Notice movie with Bur- Bruce Campbell. With Burn Notice. Yeah, you didn't see the series, but yeah, this Reaper show, um, 
It's it's really bad. It's, okay, it's you. Bad. I'll watch Reaper. You have to watch every season of Ed on NBC, starring the guy who plays Ed, who was on The Flash. I just I tried to watch that because I was like in early two thousands nostalgia mood, and so I was like, all right, I'll put on Ed. Um, Tom Cavanaugh. Tom Cavanaugh and Michael Ian Black is on there as the bowling alley guy, yes. previously played by Donald Logue. Ed has such a peculiar pilot episode because they shot a pilot and then the pilot, I guess, went over well with the executives and they were like, okay, but for the first episode of the series, we'll sum up what happened in the pilot in five minutes and then just carry on. So the audience never saw the pilot and they just, the first episode is treated like a continuation of that. And it's like, did I miss an episode? Did this is the first episode, right? So what is this continuation here? It's like Ed met the girl of his dreams at the local high school. And it was like, "Uh uh-huh, but this is episode one, right? But it plays like episode two. 83 episodes of Ed. Just short, just 17 short of syndication. I, um, it fucking sucks, by the way. Ed does. I, I, I watched this show called Clubhouse from like 2002, 2003. That was a good show, and it lasted seven episodes. Ed lasted 83. How, it was a piece of how, shit. Have we gotten to the point where anything that came out in, let's say, 2003 up to 2020 has been garbage? Well, that's a pretty big span. I would say no. No. Okay. Can you, can you think? No. Can you think of one that was good? A TV show. Yeah. From 2003 to um, 2020. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. without without mentioning Breaking Bad, without mentioning The Wire, without so, mentioning oh, you know the as in premiered after 2003. Yeah. Without you know the the, I guess big shows that you know are well written that haven't really because if you if you look at um uh what's the gilligan guy from breaking bad what is gilligan i mean uh better call Saul, right which is still in that same universe but whenever he tries to get away from that kind of sucks right yeah kind of not great and even that is not the way that better call Saul ended not very good in my opinion i i didn't i don't know i'm good I just, yeah I, I got the th- season three and I was like cool I I'm kind of bored yeah that's know. that's where I landed with it as soon as Trump got elected everything derailed and I was like huh better call Saul that's still on the air yeah and then I caught up for the final season like in the last two weeks before the show ended I watched all the episodes that I had missed and I was like excited I was ready and then the finale fucking blew the finale was not good yeah. And, and and I think the biggest problem for me is that I don't care about how it is. Yeah. And that's the, you know, I, I don't, I don't care. I, don't, I think there's, there have been good shows since 2003, but they're few and far between for certain. You know, I do think most of them were the late nineties. Like that was a real yeah. big boom for great television when you had the Sopranos and Oz and like, like stuff that you would revisit now in 2023 mm-hmm. from that those 10 20 years i guess it's it's kind of a lot of just trash that doesn't dexter really had up. a good first two seasons 
Mm. Well, that was what, was what was based on the books, right? And as soon as they moved away from the books, it was kind of like, oh, okay, CBS, yeah. CBS type of drama. Uh, Damn. No, yeah, I'm actually looking right? at it now, and it's it's pretty Horrible. scarce. Yeah. Supernatural <laughs> premiered in 2005 and ended in 2020. The Office, uh, no. It's yeah. Always Sunny was 2005. Uh, hmm. That fell apart. But that's a comedy. I don't know if that qualifies. I, I would say it qualifies. I think if, if, if it's a TV comedy, it, it qualifies nonetheless. How I Met Your Mother. Damn. That's thinking, one I went back to recently. I'm thinking more like a, a TV show that people think about with reverence so like well this show you know this is a breaking bad level show you know mm -hmm. where everyone thinks breaking bad is like the best show ever made don't know if i agree with that white but... collar <laughs> there you right. go yeah you got the csis um, you got like five csis in there you got house right yeah the oc <laughs> yeah there's that was 2003 I, I feel like it's been such a just lack of quality for the past 20 23 years that uh, honestly i i am you might have made a very valid point here because i'm looking at the imdb listing for like the top 100 shows and everything yeah. that's like 2005 20 it's all shit everything yeah. after that period psych. is really bad who you want to psych and uh shows <laughs> from that time like uh well like i said reaper that's a great show for two seasons. We're going to cancel the Eastbound and Down. There you go. Okay. Well, yeah. Uh, Peep Show. I'd... Right on the line. That's 2003. That's, that's England. That doesn't count. <laughs> I'm not counting that one. No one's thinking, no one's mentioning Peep Show as like a, you know, a show that should come back or that we should revive. Or They'll whatever. bring it back. They, that, that's only a matter of time. They're going to bring that one back. Uh, this list is really questionable because Birds of Prey, the 2002 to 2003 series, yep. is on here for how, number have you ever Have you ever tried to watch that? Because mm -hmm. I downloaded it and I got to maybe 10 minutes of the first episode and I was like, I, why am I doing this to myself? Like, this is not... Let me tell you something, man. Back in 2002, I was so desperate for a fifth Batman movie. That I was like, I'm going to stay inside every Tuesday or Thursday, whenever this is on, 10 p.m., I'm staying up and I'm watching it. And goddamn, was I not fucking yeah. bored every single time. Hey, there's we no Batman, no <laughs> Batman villains. You know what I want? Wheelchair Robin. That's 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 my favorite character. <laughs> that's great. Yeah. I'll tell you what. The first episode, though, when they did have Batman and they had the Joker in live action and Mark Hamill did the voice of some like mm. out of focus guy who does, I guess, look like the Joker. I was hyped. Yeah. I was like, oh man, this is so cool. But then they were like, and Batman got Catwoman pregnant and then he died. Okay, like, but, what? but his Birds of Prey from, uh, was it? It was an HBO. No, 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 Which... it was uh, WB. Okay, so Birds of Prey from WB 20. Before before they decided to commit to the Arrowverse where people could wear actual costumes. And is this was this, yeah. right is this after something Smallville. that 
is this something that you were revisit in 2024? No, no, definitely exactly. Not. I guess that's my point. My point is like, do we have anything memorable that that is not memorable because you remember it being memorable when it first came out, but something that you could be like, okay, so 2024 is January. I have nothing to watch because it's January. So I'm going to rewatch something from the past 20 years. What is it? Mm -hmm. Right? That is on the list. That is not one I am going to go back to anytime soon. I remember the the best episode was the finale and they had brought in like an Italian guy who plays Clayface. And I was like, oh, Clayface, I know that character. That's the Batman villain, Clayface. And he looked nothing like Clayface. I, I think I a, like, lot, right. a, a lot of it depended on that, right? Or of like, I've recognized the name of this character and they're using this character now. So cool. There's mm. that character that I recognize, but it's not anything that you can... Looks nothing like the character from the comic yeah. or anything else because they were still in that period of being embarrassed yeah. about it. Be like, but how does this even work? You talked about Batman in the first episode, but nobody's going to wear the costumes that they're known for wearing. Well, Smallville okay. did that for like eight seasons, right? Where it's like, well, uh, when they tried to do like a Justice League type of thing, it just looked corny and very... Uh, high school production mm -hmm. level stuff uh because uh, they and and i don't know if you ever saw I, I, one of my close friends is like a huge aquaman fan which is the pilot very weird. for aquaman did you ever see that the one with um who is it not lou lou diamond phillips was in it and ving rames yeah and justin hartley who played green arrow on smallville was was aquaman in that pilot I've seen bits and pieces of it. I never saw the full thing. Yeah, I saw like, I remember downloading the pilot and I saw like 10 minutes of it. And I was like, oh, cool. They're not even trying to, you know, make anything. It's just they're just using the name. And uh, if if they're putting zero effort in it, I don't, why would I spend 40 minutes <laughs> watching mm -hmm. this shit, you know? And and, and that's one of the main reasons why I never really cared about Smallville. Because it was like, I don't I don't like Degrassi. And uh, Smallville felt like Superman's Degrassi. You know, where it's just like, well, he's dealing with a lot of high school drama. But he's never going to be wearing the suit. He's never going to be actual. Super it's just like, whenever something happens, I'll go take care of it. But I'm not Superman. I'm just Clark. It's like fucking fuck off you know well, that so was I... all tom welling and i you know i actually watched the talkville podcast today where they were talking about season three episode 19 of smallville which i've never watched um but i've i i, I have actually gone back to smallville and i watched the first few episodes and i was like all right you know what this is actually a cut above a lot of the shit that is produced in the comic book genre and not even like in a comic book way but just in like oh wow dawson's creek is surprisingly good right that but is that a way. is that a commentary on it is yeah yeah it, it, we... it's a commentary on the fact that the the modern era of any sort of television is really underwhelming of course of course i don't think that there's anything that's being done that's really interesting right now in the what is what medium. is What's the last show on streaming that you watched that you were like, that's this it. Is, this is good. Um, 
Hmm. <laughs> Squid Game. Squid Game I liked. But was it last that, year? That doesn't sound right. That, I, think, it, I think there's something else. Is that 2021 or 22? Yeah. I think that was yeah. 2021. Okay. But what about that's... what about before that? Before Str that, Stranger nothing. Things season one. Yeah, I mean, I I like Stranger Things season one and season four. Mm. Two and three, I thought, yeah, you, you got a little too yeah. lost in it. Yeah, it, it was a little too much world building and not enough. Let's get to the point of what this series is leading to. Uh, I like that those shows, Stranger Things one and I guess two, three, four. And Squid Game both felt like cultural landmarks. Like they actually contributed to the years that they came out and like provided a sort of cool vibe of like, hey, we have something new that's worthwhile and everyone's watching it and everyone's talking about it and impacted. The, and hey, here's a Domino's commercial with the one fucking kid with no teeth. Yeah. Cool. You don't get that that often these days. So I don't mind um, that. Is it like a top tier quality series? Probably not. Let me see. I feel like there's definitely been something within the past two years that has made a mark or impressed. Okay. True Detective uh, season one. There you go. There's one right there. That's like five years ago. How long? Yes, ago? but it fits within <laughs> 2003 to 2020 okay. or so. Um, that's one season under four, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes. So I, I I I can agree. Yeah, the first season was great, and then they fucked it. Up. Yes, they did. <laughs> yeah. So you have what seven episodes? Of, I, I just uh, pulled up um, editorial Rotten Tomatoes, the mm -hmm. best new TV and streaming shows of 2023 ranked, and it's like seasons one, two, three. So it's not just like premiered this year, and I'm looking at this list and it just looks like a bunch of made up shows right. for like a fake movie or, or or something like that the bear is not it the bear i watched all of but it's like it's not that good okay people love it? sucking the bears just, dick. just white guys making sandwiches that sounds it's half pretty. white the, the other half is black there's oh. a better version of that show called boiling point that it's, I would recommend to anybody, or or called uh, Kitchen Nightmares, which is actually funny. The real thing, yes, <laughs> yeah. you can actually see them stressing out. I, I love that. Leave with Tim Robinson. That show is pretty decent for for a comedy show. Number twenty six on this list is um, Telemarketers. Did you happen to see the Telemarketers documentary on HBO? No, not really. It didn't deliver. I think the promise of what it set out to do. And the, there was a, so it's all about like, Hey, telemarketers are, you know, it's a pyramid organization. Can you believe that the people who are running it are multi-millionaires, almost billionaires, and they're funding their Christian rock bands with the people getting scammed, these old people who think they're giving money to the police and fallen officers, but they're not. And the main guy from that, who's like this poor alcoholic whose wife or girlfriend living girlfriend or something has cancer problems just disappeared right after the show and i have a theory that he made himself disappear for those gofundme bucks to go to his significant other so that that shows on this list but that also shows that you know it's a very low standard here yeah. yeah um here's here's a good one succession was great and okay. succession ended great so yeah there you go. There's there's one. Um, Barry sucked. 
Okay. I like mm. Bill Hader. I think that uh show is yeah fine first season. Yeah, I don't need to watch three seasons of it. I get it. I understand. Yeah. I, I get what you're trying to do. That's a bald guy being sneaky. Mm-hmm. Great. Yep. Dexter, um, but he's Bill Hader. Mm-hmm. Got it. Exactly. Yeah. Um, they put one piece on this list. That's, I mean, that wasn't bad. I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. I fell asleep a really? couple of times. Uh, yeah. Okay. It's better than Cowboy Bebop. And, and I think it's because they, you know, how Cowboy Bebop is so afraid of doing what they're supposed to do, which is like just go all out and just like instead of doing like the Nolan thing where it's like we have to ground this anime story to make it realistic, One Piece just goes like, well, this guy and these characters are completely over the top, so we're just going to do that. That worked for me, and I was like, okay, cool. So at least they, they're willing to uh, do that. Uh, I did fall asleep in a couple episodes, so I didn't watch the whole thing. But I like the fact that they're just like, we're going to cast people that look like the anime characters and act like the anime characters. And it just goes so over the top that uh, it, it doesn't feel like a Dragon Ball evolution type of movie where it's just like we're just going to Americanize everything and, and and make it not take the the risks that the anime takes. I'm not a fan of, I don't watch anime, but I I like the fact that uh, they were willing to just be as cartoony as possible with the real live action thing. So that was, I think, one of my biggest issues with Cowboy Bebop, where it's like, they're trying to like forget the fact that, well, it's an anime. So a lot of the things are kind of ridiculous and kind of like, and and everything is so serious with one piece it's like okay so well we're based on a very over the top anime so all of the characters are going to be over the top and don't even think about anything being grounded and that worked so uh for me that that worked a lot more than the the, the whatever they tried to do with um cowboy people which just completely failed uh, so if you have a chance to watch it, I think it's it's fun. It's funny. It's like I I think I see what you're trying to do and it works. Uh, I I don't know if they're going to end up doing a season two or whatever, but uh, well, I think my- it was successful. I think people did tune into One Piece, so it looks like there's going to be a season two that's on the docket. It it's like they they uh, handled it the right way, which is. Uh, forget about American sensibilities and just go full Asian, I guess, where it's just like, it doesn't have to make sense. Make it as cartoony as the uh, anime is and Mm -hmm. uh, just run with that. And that worked for me. So uh, I I, I don't disagree with that. I think think the fact that they were able to cast people that look and act like the characters in the anime works a lot better than just trying to do what Cowboy. they learned the lesson with cowboy bebop which is like okay i i it doesn't fit the the um uh you know the the main anime where we're just like it's 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 
it's more cartoony uh, when you watch the anime than than trying to like ground it. And uh, you know, One Piece is about pirates, and it's about like over the top characters that are very cartoony and very out there. And yeah, I I feel like if even if you were to watch it, like I feel like it, it's just like an enjoy, enjoyable watch. I don't. Mm-hmm. I it works it works for me I guess so yeah you know on on that note I I'm probably never gonna watch One Piece just because not because the series looks egregious or anything like yeah. that which I think it does I, I hate the artificial lighting and it does look yeah. like everything else but the fact that it mm-hmm. is better doesn't I don't know if it really surprises me that it's better because it, first of all it was a very low bar to well, know, cross ho- but hopefully they learned the lesson right because like. If if you have something like uh, Cowboy Bebop, which is it's not even that uh that it, it's very grounded the the idea originally, but then mm-hmm. it just becomes boring, right? What we end up watching, what they end up putting on the screen is just kind of boring and not exciting at all. With One Piece, at least you go over the top, which is what you're supposed to do with a story like that. So that well, works. what is, what is, what is like the general gist of that in a sentence? uh pirates uh uh so the main character is a pirate that is stretchy and is able to 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 get a crew of other characters that have skills that are unusual and uh nothing is serious Mm -hmm. nothing is expected to be taken as like grounded or as like uh you know, a Scorsese movie, I guess, <laughs> I guess it's just like the complete opposite. It's just fun. And, uh, I feel like when we were watching Cowboy Bebop, uh, in Boston, mm-hmm. they tried so hard to ground it into reality that you kind of lose a little bit of what the anime was going for. Uh, so this felt more like the people that were doing it are fans of the story and fans of the anime and uh it just it works a lot better as like yeah there's uh there's a, a clown that uh if even if you hit him like he's able to just separate his body in pieces because that's who his character is so it's right. not like you don't have to ground it into reality it's more like well this is a completely different universe a completely different story where uh you can just break rules of what you're supposed to do as opposed to like well, it's John's show, so he has to look this way or he has to act this way because it's John's show. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, uh, Interesting. Yeah. So I, I, I was going to say before, um, one piece I put into that category of misfires, but it does not seem like the reception is really negative yeah. here. And I've, I, you're not the first person to express that it, it might be a quality show, but... I don't know. I I just have it squared away in my head as a little kid's property because there's it, like puzzles and assemblies you have to do. You know, there's a, a ship you have to make. Yeah. Yeah. So well, it is. But the, the thing about this anime is that I think there's like a thousand episodes or something mm-hmm. ridiculous like that. Yeah. So I think if you watch the first episode and you can't get into it, then don't like don't watch the rest. But if you watch the first episode, you're just like, I can see what they're doing. I can see what they're trying to do, and it works. the The next what six episodes? I think this. I think it's seven or eight episodes. Uh, they work in that 
like mindset or that that uh, uh following those rules of like uh if you like the pilot like you're not gonna get anything that you don't expect or, or anything you know uh that doesn't work with it it's just like that that mindset of that world that they're setting up on the first episode works for the rest of the series mm -hmm. yeah interesting now, did you watch the Resident Evil series by any chance? Because I put that in the same bin as those two series, the Cowboy Bebop and One Piece. Yeah, no, that's a piece of shit. No, <laughs> right. that's, that's well, the line. But, but because, I, I was thinking be, about going over to that one and checking that one out. No, uh, because maybe, they, yeah. the issue the issue with that series is that they're trying to not make it a video game series. You know, it's like well, we have to take it more serious and we have to make this thing not as ridiculous as the series is, the, the video game series is. So, you know, all of a sudden my daughter is fighting giant worms. And mm -hmm. uh, if if you're able to just suspend this belief and he's like, well, this is based on anime. Anime is very over the top. And they go over the top with the series that's i feel like that's that's the strength of it for me where it's just like they're not afraid of going goofy with it they're not afraid of the you know if this is not grounded in reality the whole thing with the resident evil one or the issue that i had with it the most was just like well you have a real actor playing dad so you can't have him be you know goofy or like no he has to he's the guy from the wire but he's on resident evil now and it's just like that doesn't it and then his daughter and he's like, wesker yeah he's Aryan and, wesker right and then the zombies you're supposed to take the zombies seriously and it's not just a goofy you know retarded human that doesn't think or anything no this is a real thing it's just yeah no so i would say um What's the pilot of One Piece? And if that works for you, then you'll enjoy the rest of the season. Resident Evil, I feel like because of the story that you might have with the game, you try to give it more of a chance. And you hope that by the end of it, you're like satisfied by it because you're more uh used to the story from the games and that never delivers uh so that, that that's a, the two big differences i think from the from those netflix shows i kind of feel like doing a double feature of the first episodes of both probably not tonight because i do have to shoot more yeah. with kenny in about 10 hours but um i think uh, i i'm i am curious to check out uh both of them in a, in a, like a very moderate sample size. Yeah. I don't think I'm going to wind up watching either series is the thing. Well, the other, let me, let me yeah. tell you, Resident Evil is not Resident Evil. No, of so course not. Is, and One Piece feels like One Piece. And I only know because my, my, uh, uh, step kid, he's been watching the anime and it, the, the thing that they did really well was that the people they casted look and act like the anime so it's the the transition is not that jarring wesker is not wesker, wesker is <laughs> yeah mm. right so then he has kids and he's just like oh very wesker caring father yeah so so uh the commitment to the original uh, material is not 
and and hopefully Netflix learned the lesson, you know, and just you know, do this is a show for people that like this show, so let's do it as close as possible to this show or as the to the material. Resident Evil does does not do that at all. You're muted. I can't hear you. Something happened with your sound. Can't hear you. Nope. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. Nope. <laughs> it's just me. Yeah. Great. <laughs> mm -mm. Nope. You're gone. It's just it's just me and my oh. Hi. That's there you go. The Yeti, yeah. Yeti's yeah. talking now. Okay, yeah. I was gonna. I was saying my cam is a more authentic Albert Wesker than Lance mm -hmm. Hendricks. Mm -hmm. So <clears throat> it wasn't he's, Lance Hendrickson, Lance Reddick. Excuse me. Reddick. He's Damn. dead now, but Another yes. Lance. And and that's the saddest. The saddest part is like that was his last performance, and he's a piece of no, shit. No, it was shit. not. It was the Kane Mutiny Court Martial. It was not Resident Evil. Oh, right. Yes, both him and William Friedkin died, and they only dedicated dedicated that movie to Lance, <laughs> not William. So, how about I that? that yet, but yeah, um, watch One Piece. I think you might enjoy it more than you think you we'll would. We'll see about that. We'll see. Yeah. Uh, Winning Time was on this list behind One Piece at number 77. I will say that show was great. I haven't seen that yet, but yeah. It's canceled, it's right? Canceled. canceled. Yep. For no reason. Canceled, and guess what? The Lakers don't win. The <laughs> Lakers don't win in the end because they canceled it. It was the nice. Celtics. Let's um, go Boston. <clears throat> Let's go Boston. That's right. <laughs> Cowboy up. That's what they used to say when the Red Sox were coming back. Um, we just did three episodes. Nice. That is very nice. All right. I'm going to make a decision here. I will watch One Piece. I will watch Resident Evil. The hmm. next episode of movies, because I don't think we have a concrete episode of movies planned will be were you were you going to put out the monkey episode as a movies episode i guess so i mean those those crossovers always feel more is it kino than movies in my opinion because mm -hmm. we would never watch that otherwise but oh. uh it does go into the feed and it okay. is labeled with a number or whatever i think monkey wanted to hop in for doctor sleep he asked if we had recorded it because i know he watched it and he was like fuck that movie i was like yep Oh, all right well maybe maybe we can get get him going on that episode we do a super I, mario what I, well what i suggested was i said hey you should hop in for the shining 1997. <sighs> you think that's right. bad wait for the shining 1990s i think we can transition into te like television where television and, and film meet here yeah because i was I'm gonna say my suggestion before we get to jack's halloween episode of mm -hmm. movies where we talk about what else we've done like nine exorcist episodes this yeah week. We're talking about the exorcist let's do the theatrical feature pilot of twin peaks we'll see if okay. that does anything for you well i'm trying to get away from watching that uh, uh stephen king uh shining series yeah well, this is the um, first the first step in making me forget that that was a thing <laughs> okay so Let's yeah, see. What is I, I think mean, it's though. just called Twin Peaks European Pilot. I'm sure it's online on probably like YouTube or something. Uh, an alternate version of the pilot was aired in Europe as a standalone television movie. Mm. The version is identical to the United States aired version 
until the last several scenes when the killer of Laura Palmer is revealed. Irish. <laughs> He's just an Irish IDF person. <laughs> uh, where can I find the European cut of the pilot released in 1989 that has a runtime of 160 minutes? Might be called Northwest Passage. Okay. So that might be a way to find it. I'm going to take a look around. Yeah. Um, maybe I'll buy the VHS tape of it and I'll just record it. I'll bootleg it and send it to you if we have so, trouble here. So Mumki wanted to just do Dr. Sleep. I think, yeah, I think he wanted to hop in for, I'm just assuming here because he had watched Dr. Sleep and he asked I, if we had done the episode. I'm just happy that uh, more people are upset with Dr. Sleep. I think, <laughs> I think it begins with our episodes on it. And okay. people are going to be more comfortable to vocalize their discontent with that film. Enough time to be able to shit on that piece of shit movie. We've done more Mike Flanagan movies than we have David Lynch movies for movies. A podcast about the act of cinema. How does that make you feel? I'm fine with it. We talk yeah. about movies we hate probably more than we yeah. like, so it fits. It makes sense. It's pushing the flan, flan man, the flan man, the Flanagan. <laughs> the flan. God damn, he's a baby. He sucks. Yeah, he's the worst. Um, all right, that's been episodes of the Bang. I have a headache. I need to go to sleep. Yeah. So, all right, that's been the episodes. We'll pick up on when are we recording with Monkey? We didn't set a date next yet, week. No. Yeah, just a vague next week. So I guess uh, you can sum it up as like, go watch One Piece on Netflix and don't watch Dr. Sleep, especially not the director. The best double feature is really the Dr. Sleep director's cut followed by two episodes of One Piece on Netflix. Yeah. That's what I've heard. Yeah, yeah. I bet it has the exact same lighting. Is Dr. Sleep on Netflix even? I don't think so. I think it's only on HBO Max. I think they're only uh, allowed one streaming service for free at a time. Right. Go to HBO Max and look at the director's cut. That's like three and a half the hours three, for the no three hour, 20 minute Dr. Sleep goes well with anything. Yeah. It's a great way to fall asleep at night. Mm -hmm. Dr. Sleep. Uh, all right. That's been the episode. Nah, I don't have an outro for this show. <laughs> <laughs>